0: Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to episode 45 of Talk 4, the Quickfire podcast where we ask four great questions to unique and interesting people. Behind the mic today is your host, Louis Scoopian. That's me and our special guest for today, Dante Ha, who's going to be answering some questions today. Dante, please say hi, introduce yourself and give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do before I shoot some questions. Okay, uh,
1: my name is Dante Ha. Uh, I am a performer. Uh, worked a couple of episodes throughout um, a few seasons in Cobra Kai and yeah I'm still currently a working performer not at the moment at the moment I'm doing interviews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant stuff and um, right I noticed straight away when you joined the call Dante um, we've got a little Cobra Kai season three uh, sweater on there as well so I love it You're going with the going with the theme going with the mm-hmm. style and um, yeah so looking at some of the stuff you've done Damn, dude, you, you've got work done in Black Panther, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity One, obviously a super, super cool role in Cobra Kai and stuff too. So you've got an extensive history and looking at your Instagram, you've got all the stuff going on with the the archery and combining martial arts of archery. It's <laughs> super cool stuff. Absolutely love it. And um, I've got four really good questions to ask you today. So um, if you're ready, okay. do you want to jump on to question number one? Sure. All right, let's yeah, do it. Let's go ahead. Hell yeah. Right. So my first question is, tell me about your backstory, just a bit about your backstory. So um, how did you originally get into stunt work? What was your inspiration behind it? And how did it lead to such awesome roles and major titles?
1: Um, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in South Korea, and I moved to the United States when I was uh, 19, an American age. There's a little bit of difference there in Korean age and American age. Um, I was always interested in film filmmaking and action movie making. I never really thought about performing in it. Uh, happens to after I graduated my university in Missouri, I went I came to Georgia, I think it was a 2004 2005. And I was actually working as a martial arts instructor, um, slash on a smaller studio, a local studio here as an editor. Right. And yeah, I just stumbled upon and then met a couple of local film guys and started talking to them and meeting up because of I have, you know, background in martial arts that physicality kind of connects, you know, guys usually easier. Yeah. For so sure. yeah, I started meeting and talking to them and I uh, started pursuing it and I have been quite uh, lucky, very, very lucky to be, you know, below that wave of the whole industry earth in Georgia.
0: Sure wow that sounds really good so makes me want to ask then so what was your first martial art that you learned and what martial arts do you know now?
1: Well now I don't train martial arts I'm okay. not a martial artist per se <laughs> but I I started from Hapkido when I was a little kid I started uh, I think I was like five or six years old Um, that was in yeah that was American age I think And I actively competed in sparring division right around, I think, up to like 27. Um, And that was my obsession for a while. And that generally, honestly, uh, helped a lot on my stunt career, just being able Mm -hmm. to, you know, have some movement and control body spacing, all that kind of, that helped a lot. Um, Currently, I'm not training martial arts per se. I still work out and I still practice punch and kicks But it's mostly to keep my body up tip, you know, up in a good condition Mm. and to look better on camera (laughs) (laughs) than actually learning the martial arts skill. And, you know, yeah. And I do archery, uh, heavy archery uh, as a hobby. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um,
0: Yeah, it completely adds to the repertoire, doesn't it, for someone who's doing acting and stunt work and stuff, all that sort of stuff around martial arts, for sure. So I can see how that Mm. helps. And what better role to have than a role as a Cobra Kai sensei for someone who knows martial arts? So this leads me to my next question then. So um, talk to me about Cobra Kai then. So how did you get this role? And what was it like working on this amazing series?
1: Uh, The first season... I think I got a call from a friend of mine to work on this thing called the Cobra Kai. I think at that point, it was just started as a YouTube project. Um, again, I was not born and raised here, so I really didn't know. I knew about Karate Kid, uh, but I didn't watch the movie, so I didn't really have much of information. So for me, try to watch that movie, and I like to try to understand the kind of like what's going on in the storyline line per se was kind of like the market for my job. Um, anyway, yeah, started started going on down and then we, you know, just one of the quick fight scenes and it turns out to be a Cobra Kai. And I realized there was this huge um, story behind of two different characters where portrayed as a good character versus a bad bully. And now on this Cobra Kai series, they're trying to flipping that role a little bit there's no good, no bad, per se, but just showing different perspectives of what we thought it, thought it was a bad character, a villain, per se. Mm. And then I thought it was a super cool idea. So a lot of people don't do that. And I'm always fascinated by the actual villain role on a movie or TV than actual main protagonist. And that was refreshing to see. And that was interesting. And that was really fun to film. Plus, they intentionally kept all the old school karate intentionally. Mm -hmm. There was all, you know, the uh, karate, like the crescent kick compared to roundhouse kick. I'm like, do you want me to throw crescent or roundhouse kick? Do crescent kick, but make sure your leg is slightly bent so it doesn't look. Pretty. It has to be a little bit old school because mm. it has to follow their storyline. So a lot of things like that was, to me, it was very interesting, not really knowing it, but getting knowing all those characters and learning all those uh, storylines. Very interesting and fun. And plus a lot of actors that I got to work with, they were amazing to work with and fun to work with. And mm. we're joking around a lot in behind the set. And, mm. you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a cool. There's like the older generation and the younger generation
0: working together yeah totally i mean uh cobra kai is just an incredible series really it's so well written Mm -hmm. and it was just an amazing watch from start to finish for me i totally loved it i loved karate kid as well um it just they just went together hand in hand perfectly and um and what was your favorite scene out of everything though? I can imagine it was probably the the fight scene with Johnny, because that was j the whole thing was just epic, basically. And uh, you walk in, you know, you have a little a little spar with Mike Barnes and stuff. But yeah, what was your favorite scene to film mm-hmm. out of all of it? Well, it's it's <laughs> it
1: is a kind of weird My favorite scene was actually the shot of um Johnny's close up looking at the picture of the pregnant you know, yes, the baby. Um, It's a weird thing to say, but all those fight scenes were fun. Yeah, all those fights are fun and exciting. But when you actually consider it, the best part of the entire fight scene was that moment when Johnny sees the picture of baby and having that emotion, seeing that emotion, and then also having Seeing Billy actually like, you know, going through that emotional moment, that was like, that was my favorite moment.
0: Yeah, that was so cool. And the music, it mm-hmm. went so well with it too. Running Wild by Airborne, such a good song. I've had it on the car, in the car a few times recently. It gets turned all the yeah. way up, I can assure you. Very good song. And the narrative as well from Terry Silver right before that scene, epic, so well done. And... Yeah, absolutely loved it. And I tell you what, it's so cool to be talking to someone. Again, I, I spoke to Jake Huang as well the uh, the other day, and it's so good to be talking to you as well about mm-hmm. it. And one of these favorite scenes I've seen in Cobra Kai. And we've got the people here on the screen as well, right in front of me. It's, it's so cool. Um, but anyway, so to move on to my third question then, um, slightly different subject now. So. Do you have uh, any advice for um, new and aspiring actors who want to break into the stunt work and choreography industry? And when they're just starting out, what's the best way to get noticed for their very first role?
1: Mm, okay, that goes for like a quite serious career advice. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's a, it's really a difficult thing to give out because individual situations are so, so different depends on what your background is, you know, where you come from, what your language, what your culture, um, so it's a difficult thing. And I, want, I really want to distinguish between, little, I, I know it's a basically the same thing, but I want to dis- distinguish between um, path of acting compared to path of stunts. They're a little bit quite different. Character of um, you know, the career path is quite different so what would would you say after more because I can give out some advice for stunts in general but let's go stunts because I've got got
0: quite a few guys who listen to the podcast from my past guests as well who are quite heavily into parkour and free running and also from my past guests as well I've Mm. got a load load of people who like um, martial arts and stuff as well, so I feel like this would be a good one to go into choreography and um, and the stunt industry t- to per se. I think as well because some people might be looking to to monetize their passions, especially with parkour and stuff. So yeah, if you have any advice there, that would be brilliant for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if you were, I, I feel like uh, getting into the industry is a lot easier nowadays. Before you actually have to know people physically and they have to go meet people. Nowadays, we have so many options. We have a phone that has a camera. You have editing capability. So if you are wanting to like getting into stunts, first of all, keep up your training. Um, you definitely have to have good physicality to do this job. Uh, second, start shooting what you are into. If you want to make uh fighting, scene, make fight. Um, shoot it, edit it, and see how good it is and try to be a judge of it as objectively as possible. And yeah, keep doing it and then sending it out. There are actually, that was a, uh, do you know, there's like a show called The Teen Wolf uh, yes, in the Netflix. beginning of MTV. Yeah, one of the guys who actually got selected as a stunt double was very, very talented, a parkour guy from Florida. And it was that kind of, exactly that kind of case. He had a video up at the time on the YouTube and a friend of mine at the time was introducing this guy to a coordinator and a producer on the show. And they brought him, brought him in and he was able to do the job really well. And it was also, he happens to be a good performer, not only a physical athlete, but he was a good performer because he he has a love in huge, huge love on pro wrestling. So those two amazing athleticism and being able to perform, you know, he just got the doubling job for the main actor and then and... Hell yeah. So I'll say keep training. Uh put yourself out there. Yeah, don't get too crazy with it, but put yourself out there. There are a bunch of people who who can actually watch your videos and give you a call you never know what's going to happen
0: brilliant advice and yeah now i really hope that someone gets to hear this who uh who's a fan or someone new to the podcast and wants to get into the industry and um that's really cool and who better to ask mm-hmm. than you you've had so many cool roles and your your uh the list of awesome movies that you've been in and done work on just it just it blows my mind man and um so it, it makes me want to ask then for my final question um what's next for you what's uh so i I know you do a lot of work with the archery and stuff now and you're incorporating the stuff of the martial arts i know it's just a hobby and stuff but you know feel free to tell us about anything you've got planned what's coming up next year and do you have any big plans for the future what's going on
1: um i honestly don't have any much of a plan (laughs) (laughs) uh a lot of the time yeah like something that's really interesting in a way where there are a lot of friends that you meet and there are few friends that you rely on um so at this point of my life with my age, it's a lot of times I get jobs through my friends and talking uh, instead of a going out finding job per se. Um, so a lot of times I don't really know what's gonna happen next. And then usually I talk to my friends and then, hey, what's going on and this is going on here. Hey, they're looking for certain type of look. Hey, they're looking for Asian who can do martial arts to also have some wire experience, you know. Things like that. I'm like, hey, I'm going to apply that. This sounds like a good job for me, who's the coordinator. A lot of regular day of, you know, boring legwork. It's, it's, uh, it's, there's not much of a fancy lifestyle. Sure. Um,
0: yeah. (laughs) Sounds sounds good, man. And, um, right. So just going to ask the big question then. So I know you can't speak about it at all or anything. And it's probably not even been pitched or anything yet, but, if you did get the call up for Cobra Kai season six, would you be coming back to kick some more ass?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If they can <laughs> uh, give me a call back, as I don't know, it's a different character or same character, but if they do give me a call, I would love to work on it. <laughs> and I actually liked all the people that I worked with. So, and they're a good team. They're a really good team. We have you know lifelong martial artists, multiple of them. Mm. We have a you know actual professional MMA fighter. Who actually is the most scared person per se, but at the same time, at the same time, the most goofy, nice person you can laugh about. Uh, we have a karate prote- uh, you know, practitioner for over like two or three decades at this point. We have a professional wrestler, like Olympic wrestler. So we have a great team there. And, um, I really had a fun working with this. So if I can get another shot, <laughs> I'm sure I'll go work, uh, work for him
0: hell yeah no i'd love to see you back and i couldn't agree more you got a hell of a hell of a group of people there for the for the cobra kai senseis and i think there might just a little hint for you guys there might be one more coming on soon it's in the pipeline and um i'm very much looking forward to it if it does go through but for now dante that is our four questions done for today and before we wrap this up it is time for what i like to call the shameless plug so dante feel free to take a minute and promote anything that you're working on. You want people to take a look at or just something you believe in could be social media or anything.
1: Well, uh, my obsession at this point is archery. Uh, And I just like to share my passion and love with the archery, especially Asiatic archery with a lot of people. I live Mm -hmm. in America, which where 90% of people use um, compound bow or shooting as a Mediterranean shooting um Asiatic archery using slightly different bow and equipment and slightly different methods of shooting. And I just, it's one of those things that I love. And whenever you're obsessed with it, you want to share with it. So, yeah. Uh, if you're interested in it, look up some Asiatic archery, look up some videos, uh, you know, read about it. It's very interesting. And I just want well, to genuinely want to share that information out there with a bunch of people.
0: Brilliant stuff. Great stuff, Dante. This has been episode. 45 of talk for and just want to say thank you so much it's no, been I'm... an absolute pleasure to have you on
1: hey thanks for having me
0: no worries so thank you guys for listening this has been episode 45 and if you'd like to listen in to our past episodes go and have a look at our channel and if you'd like to listen in for our future ones make sure to hit that subscribe button and spread some love by leaving a like and a comment signing off for now